the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hi, this is Dr. Trudy, the host of The Christian View. Today's hot topic is the purpose and power of parenting. We are joined with Hashmarine Griffin today from Orlando, Florida. So stay with us for this lively conversation on the power and purpose of parenting. God has a way of parenting and the world has a way of parenting. One minute you can be the best mom and two minutes later you can be the worst. Stay with us. You don't want to miss this lively conversation on the power and purpose of parenting here on The Christian View. From Atlanta to the world, a view like no other, The Christian View. Your host, Dr. Trudy Simmons, with co-hosts Aisha Smith-Dancy, Sandra O'Neill, Dr. Lee Adams, Trudy Davies-Davis, Monica Matthews, Isaac Hernandez, and Caitlin Bryan. Empowering and inspiring, The Christian View. Welcome to The Christian View. What a great audience we have today. And thank you at home for watching. This is The Christian View. We take today's hot topics and weigh it against God's Word because God does have a view. I have a great panel with me today. I have Trudy Davis, Pastor Lee Adams. I have Hash Marine from Orlando. Yes. Thank, you, thank you for being here today with us. Oh, it's great to They be have here. a great ministry out of Orlando, so check them out. And then I have Caitlin Bryan with me, with us today. So um, great panel, and we have a great topic today. It's called The Power and the purpose of parenting. You know, we can ha- we can be the best parent and the worst parent in a matter of minutes, right, Trudy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, can, so we can be like the top dog, and then all of a sudden, what in the world did I mm-hmm. just do? You know, mm-hmm. but every day, we have the ability as, as parents to impart God's view into our children mm-hmm. or the enemy's view right. and, of who they are, right? Mm-hmm. We, have a, we have the ability to put a blessing or a curse on yeah. their life. And, I, you know, God and the enemy are at battle. And yeah. we as yeah. parents, we have to take a stand to be the voice for our children. Proverbs 22, 6 says, train up a child in the way he should go. When he is old, he will not depart from it. Mm-hmm. So, Trudy, you have two boys. They're, they're both grown now. That is correct. Um, and parenting is not for the weak at heart. No, it's not. So let's talk about this yeah. call of parenting. So actually, you know, Dr. Dobson wrote a book, uh, Dr. James Dobson, that said parenting isn't for cowards. And right. I think just by the title alone is such a great book. But I always say that, um, that parenting is the most important assignment mm-hmm. we have with the least amount of preparation exactly. with the most potentially great reward. So that's kind of a complicated mm-hmm. descri- well description. But, but it's so true. Very well said. Right. Exactly. So God's Word instructs us, you know, what I think is so important that in Deuteronomy, he says, these commandments that I give you today are to be on your heart. So obviously we have to know God's Mm -hmm. word to be able to impart it to our children. And then he goes on to tell us that it's a constant thing. It's so that you can keep Satan at bay to keep God's word current in your life. But secondly, I think that what happens the most with parents, and I'm going to just talk right to Caitlin because she is (laughs) expecting. Take notes, take notes. Yep. That we have to be intentional about the kind of child 
child we want to raise. Sure and do. I feel that parents don't start with that end vision. Well. And you have to have that vision of who you want your adult child to become. I think sometimes parents leave it to, they leave it to the church, they leave it to the Sunday yeah. school, they yeah. leave it to the youth director. Some even leave it to the schools to raise their children. Right. And I think you're right. We have to bring that parenting back even to the kitchen table Absolutely. of what is yeah. really important. And begin with the end in mind. I used to really focus and um, think about how I want my child to be when they are grown. Yeah. And that takes, like I said, intentional steps mm-hmm. every day right. when you don't feel like it, when it's not easy, when they don't want to do it. But the end goal is what you keep in exactly. mind. Exactly. And Hash Marine, we're not supposed to be our, our kids' best friends Correct. from the get-go, right? <laughs> yes. That comes later on in life, yes, right? Yes, absolutely. And I agree with you. You do have to go... You know, they're like computers. You program them immediately mm-hmm. when they're born. Yeah. And um, there's science behind it, too, which is amazing. You know, a lot of people tend to s- separate science from faith. And, you know, God created all of it mm-hmm. to work together. Mm-hmm. And the science tells us that you can actually look into your child's eyes. And because they love and they trust you, their pupils are completely dilated. And you can speak mm-hmm. right into their soul and who they're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And you'll just watch you can watch their 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 um their you know um eyes Eyes light up right unbelievable what you can speak into them Mm -hmm. and um who they you know are to be and you know they don't they don't always listen or do what you tell them to do you know don't run into the street you know there's cars out there you know i think being a parent is constantly saying well no not now Let's mm-hmm. wait. No, not now. I mean, yeah. you have to be okay saying no as a parent, yeah. don't you think? I mean, yeah. Lee, you're a, you're a parent of, of girls. Yes. And um, <laughs> that's hard. Girls, girl, yes. I think girls are harder to raise. I have a girl and a boy. It, oh my girls goodness. are harder to raise. Well, they are because I think, you know, um, women are a lot of times seem to have sometimes that, especially when it comes to with a dad and being a single dad, mm-hmm. um, that whole thing of trying to manipulate and um, mm-hmm. hoping that you, you know, they're... Um, utilizing the fact that, okay, you're not a woman, so maybe you don't know about certain things. But I think, you know, the old art of parenting comes down to, as you all said, being intentional and understanding that, you know, that God has given me the responsibility for imparting unto them certain spiritual right. aspects mm-hmm. of life in which from which I cannot waver because just like, you know, any other area of our lives, we're going to be held accountable for how we exactly. raise our children. Right. And it's not the schools, it's not the doctor's office is not the church's responsibility, but mine first, you know, God first, then your family, and then, you know, you go into ministry. And one of the things that, you know, I have always want that I've really tried to pride myself on is making sure that I live the faith or live the life that I teach them, because I think that that's what helps them Mm -hmm. to stay connected to those spiritual What is that saying? Don't do what I say, do what I do. And that's Uh something that I think, you know, we can't be speaking one thing and doing another because our children are watching. They're yes, watching so everything true. we're doing. You know, we can. We have the ability to speak life, mm-hmm. our death. And we're going to talk about the power of blessing later, but just speaking life. And Caitlin, you're expecting. So just real quick, what is one thing? I mean, they say you're a perfect parent until you become a parent. Right. So let's talk about <laughs> one thing you're looking forward to. Well, one thing I'm looking forward to is that I had a great example 
of parents, they always painted a vision of the future that I was supposed to live and were okay, like Trudy said, to say, I'm going to discipline you now because this is who I want you to be in right. the future. Yes. So yeah. I can't wait for cuddles and kisses because I'm a physical person, yeah. right. so yeah. I'm all excited about that. But I can't wait to really do that. You get to shape a human being to mm-hmm. be a great contributor to society. Exactly, exactly. Well, we're talking today about the purpose and power of parenting. Stay with us. We'll be right back to talk a little bit about that prodigal child. We'll be right back on The Christian View. Welcome back. Welcome back to The Christian View. We're having a great discussion on the power and the purpose of parenting. We talked a little bit before about just how, you know, what being a parent is, and it's not for the weak at heart. It definitely is not. So there's another one I want to talk about, and that's the prodigal son, Lee. We, yes. we all know someone whose who's, who's son or daughter has, has gone astray. And I want to speak to them because it's hard. I had a sister that left for 14 years. We didn't know where she was. And, and the grieving that my parents went through. You know, but when the prodigal son came back, yes. you know, there was no judgment. There was no condemnation. It was open arms. So let's speak to the, the families out there who, who are trying their best, and they're still, their child is still prodigal. Well, I think um, one of the first and foremost things that you can say to a parent who is experiencing that is that first you've got to trust God. Mm -hmm. You must um, pray. You have to believe that what God has promised Mm -hmm. you concerning your child's life, that he will fulfill it and he will bring it back to pass. But uh, one of the fun... One of the most fundamental um, aspects of the prodigal son that um, for myself that I always reference is that I tell people that if we can just remember as Christians, the prodigal son is the perfect story of the difference between grace and mercy. You know, when we see God's grace truly at work, how we forgive unconditionally. And I think that that's what family should be about, that it should always be that unconditional love, a place where you can come and call home, regardless of all the faults, regardless of all of the things that maybe you did wrong in your life and that were at your own fault or things that you did at your own hands. I think if anybody can look past it, mm-hmm. I think your family should be able to. Mm-hmm. I think so too. Yes. Yeah. I think that's a great point. Like when my sister was gone, Hash Marine, she came back. It was two days before Christmas oh, wow. and no one asked questions. No one condemned, right. you know, but I'm sure we've all experienced people yes. who've, who've, who have that. And how would you speak into someone's life whose child is, is, has gone astray. I I think that you just love them with no judgment, Mm -hmm. you know, and when you show God's mercy and love and forgiveness and open arms, they, the Holy Spirit takes over and there's no condemnation and the Holy Spirit may convict them in how they should live their life. But that, that love that you just bring in, you know, they cannot deny you. Right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) What about the waiting process? I mean, for us, it was 14 years. What about wow. what about the wait? What do you do during the waiting process? Well, I think, like Lee said, you just claim God's promises mm-hmm. that yes. that He loves your child more than you do, right. if you can ever yes. imagine that. But I also think that we have to back it all up before they ever became prodigals, and and know that. Every child's going to stray. We yes. all, that's a given. But knowing that you put that foundation in them, that if they mm-hmm. did find themselves somewhere, that they could f- have God's word in their heart. And just right. know that you poured that into them before they ever had the opportunity to go astray and then believe right. that those seeds don't come back void. Exactly. Yeah. I think that's true. And Acts 16.31 says, and you and your whole household will be saved. Yeah. So I think that yeah. in that waiting process, yeah. you get to trust and believe that, you know what, like Trudy was saying, 
like you guys were saying that you plant that seed and you know I remember as we all like have go astray moments there would be uncomfortable situations I'd be like I'm not supposed to be here mm-hmm. this is not like I'm not yes. supposed to do this I'm not supposed to talk to this person and it wasn't apparent there it was God's Holy Spirit exactly. within you so, triggering you but mm-hmm. that's where you can trust and say you know as a parent I'm praying for my child and when they go astray I'm going to continue to pray because God will handle them that's right. like my mom and like my little sister always said she's like and then God always tells mom what you're doing. He does. And that is so, that is so true. If we are, pray, if we are praying parents, God will show us how to pray, when to pray. Yes. So when my sister was gone, there was a certain song that I dedicated to her. And I was like, whenever that song comes on, we would stop and pray. And it got to be that all my friends would stop and pray. And so the song would, it would come on often. I would have people calling me, your sister's song's on. She must need something. So let's pray. And I do think if we're praying and we're stay connected to the Holy Spirit. He's going to tell us mm-hmm. how to pray. And that, that prayer is going to, is, I don't, I, prayer has no, um, no boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to reach the hearts of our, our children and those who we're praying for. I did want to say something about the actual story of the prodigal son. And that is something that I think is important in that story is that the father did not rescue mm-hmm. him from the consequences yes. of his decision. Good point. Very so, good point. Yes, he opened him back with open arms. Yes, mm-hmm. he loved him unconditionally. There was no guilt or shame, but he still let him suffer that choice that he made. And I think that a lot of times if we if we thwart that with our children and don't let that happen, they never, they have to keep learning the same lesson over again. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I think that's true. You set you set boundaries. Yes. And you be firm with the boundaries yeah. and, and then let them suffer their consequences. Right. Otherwise, you're right. They, they don't learn and they continue mm-hmm. to repeat the, the cycle yes. over and over and over again. Right. Because the Bible even says that you're part of your child's death, which I think is so strong words if you don't discipline. Right. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. And I think that some families have a hard time disciplining mm-hmm. because they mm-hmm. want to be yeah. the best friend. They yeah. want to be right. Mm-hmm. And so they have a hard time. Yeah. yeah it's, it's crazy today mm-hmm. how mm-hmm. parents really don't seem to discipline their children. And I think each child is disciplined differently. Mm-hmm. I do too. You know, yeah. some children may need to be spanked. Mm-hmm. Some mm-hmm. children exactly. may need to go into the corner. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. some people like my daughter may need the scissors taken out of her hands <laughs> so she doesn't cut her hair anymore. Even if she right. doesn't like it. Exactly. Yeah. Take them out of her it hands. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. And that's where, you know, praying and saying God, that's where you have to have the gift of discernment right to be like how does this child need to be disciplined but also to what trudy was saying is you know sometimes they need to see god come to the rescue for themselves but so often we block or not we parents can block the blessing because they become god and they save them and bail them out so that's what happened to the prodigal he came to his senses Mm -hmm. he came to his senses no man gave to him right there you go and i think i think sometimes our society we give 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 again like we want to be their Mm -hmm. best friends and we don't want them to suffer we Mm -hmm. don't want them to hurt but in reality we're hurting them by not letting them Mm -hmm. suffer their consequences exactly Mm -hmm. exactly Mm -hmm. i had a friend of mine's child run out in front of my car literally i mean it was almost a a terrible situation and she came running out and said how do i i'm so sorry you know i just can't discipline her what should i do and i was like i was so upset i was like spank her and she said to me you can't do that these days (laughs) right right we'll come back and talk about that we'll be right back with more on the christian view stay with us Welcome back 
Kim B, we're having just a, discreet, a great discussion on the power purpose of parenting. And before the last segment, Trudy, we were talking about spanking. Mm -hmm. And you had had an incident where you were talking to a friend about spanking. And she said that you can't spank anymore. Mm -hmm. And what did you what did you say to her? So I said, you know, who is telling you that? Like, I don't I don't understand <laughs> that. And she said, yes, I mean, today you will get in trouble. Mm -hmm. This is a quote mm -hmm. for spanking your child. And so I think we've already touched on this yeah. a little bit. I think parents need to take back their authority and realize so. they yeah. are the authority. Yes. In the I was like, not the government, not the school, not whatever family member. But I think I know all of us would agree. You cannot spike a child in anger. You no, cannot spike no, a child no. in violence. I would never advocate that. I think right. some of the most powerful ways we can ever discipline our child is to spank them and then hold them and love them and tell them why. But exactly. it is not to be done in anger. Exactly. Oh my gosh, and, yeah, yeah. In, in my house, mm -hmm. you know, sometimes, especially when I was a young mom, my boys are teens now, but I remember pulling my hair out and screaming all the time, and I thought, why am I getting so stressed right. out? You're the one doing the wrong thing. You know? So my husband yeah. and I, he's the doctor, he's mm -hmm. the genius in the house. He's like, listen, we're going to create a covenant with you, child, who's not the boss in the house. Thank you. And a covenant is almost like a verbal contract. And uh -huh. you say, okay, on Mondays and Thursday nights, you're going to take out the trash. And if it doesn't happen, you're going to get grounded for two weeks. Right. Mm -hmm. So we came into agreement. So now if they don't do it, I'll say, listen, I took the trash out for you. So what's the punishment? Mm. And then now they're the ones that are like, oh, my gosh, what? That's mm. so unfair. I can play video games, you know. Right. But now I'm like, okay, well, you know, you messed up. I'm not, I'm not stressed out anymore. Right. I'm not stressed out. You have to deal with your consequences. Exactly. And I think that's true. We have to let our kids deal with their consequences. And we said this earlier, too, that each child is disciplined differently mm -hmm. but on their personality based on their personality each right. child is disciplined differently because they receive differently yes. and they also they receive discipline differently and they receive blessings yes. differently so mm -hmm. let's talk about we have the power to bless our children we yes. have the power to curse our children so let's talk about the power of blessing our children well you know earlier I mentioned you know looking in their eyes and yeah. speaking into them and we have the power as parents mm -hmm. and God's given us the authority while we're here on earth to be able to look right in their eye mm -hmm. and speak to them and yes. who they're going to be. Mm -hmm. And there's key periods in their life yes. that you mm -hmm. can do that with. And one of which is yeah. conception, yes. yeah. you know, so you and your husband that's created this child out of love, mm -hmm. you can pray over it and you can mm -hmm. speak to the womb yes. and bless that child while it's there yeah. growing. Mm -hmm. And then as they get older, there's other milestones in mm -hmm. their life. For instance, our kids, you know, they turn 13. And, you know, in Jewish culture, they have the bat mitzvah. Right. And in Spanish culture, when they turn 15, they have the quinceanera. And so there's so many great um, uh, celebrations yes. that we can do when the kids hit a certain milestone. Mm -hmm. And we try to do that with our kids. Mm -hmm. And we speak blessing. We mm -hmm. create a covenant. Right. You know, you will still still um, stay pure till you're married. Mm -hmm. um, you will be faithful to oh, your good. Wife, yes. you know, yeah. um, just amazing things. Um, you mm -hmm. know, you are going to be successful. You're not going mm -hmm. to cheat. You're going to be educated. Right. You mm -hmm. speak into what you are creating them. That to. vision. Yes. yes. You yes. give it intentional. Mm -hmm. Speaking yes. intentional yes. into their lives for their future. Mm -hmm. You know, because the enemy wants to destroy their, their destiny. Oh, they he want, does. He and, you know, bad. he does.
does. He wants to destroy the generation. And, and I think as parents, you know, we have to be careful. I've caught myself mm-hmm. when Jonathan's coming to talk to me on my phone. Oh, wait, just a minute. Wait, just yeah. a minute. Mm-hmm. And that, to me, is not blessing him. Mm-hmm. Putting my phone down, yeah. like oh, you said, gosh, looking yeah. at him in the eyes, mm-hmm. right. giving him his, the attention mm-hmm. he needs. I love you. You're valuable. You are worthy of mm-hmm. my attention. Yeah. And to me, that speaks volumes as well. And I'm sure you've y'all have done many things to bless your children. Well, even as you stated, like my kids are grown, but mm-hmm. I do the same thing. You know, at, sometimes it gets really hectic in my life. But when one of them approaches me with a situation, mm-hmm. I know that, hey, in this moment, I need to stop whatever I'm doing. Mm-hmm. No matter whether I feel it's frivolous or not, I need to stop and listen and give them my undivided attention. Mm-hmm. Because we are saying, again, we are the model for what we're yeah. telling them a parent should be. Mm-hmm. So even though they're adults, they're still watching how I exactly. approach them, even in this manner. Mm-hmm. And I, I want to just kind of go, we were talking about blessing our kids. Mm-hmm. I think... Probably all of us as parents would agree that we want our kids to have the best. But when I look, when I was really looking at the word prodigal, the word prodigal talks about being reckless and wasteful mm. more than anything. But I mm. think as parents, we spoil our kids and not meaning to. Some of us have helped them to become prodigal because we started them off that way, giving them everything, giving them too much. And then all of a sudden when they want and we don't want to give anymore, then they go after because there's, they didn't earn it. So now they just feel like I should be entitled to it. And they go right. after that it. That entitlement so, mentality. Yes, so yes. I think it's a great, your great point is giving a list. Okay. You're to take mm-hmm. out the garbage. You're to cut yeah. the grass. You're to do all those things. And we may, and they may, they may not like it at the time, but in reality, we are blessing them. Yes. We're blessing them with the ability to work with the, yes. with the yes. discipline that they need yes. to go to the next level in Christ. Right. Yes. And I'll say for me, you know, growing up, and I would say that my parents did a great job, so shout out mom and dad. Um, <laughs> yeah, they did. They really did that, the power of blessing, right. and always spoke into who I was. Mm-hmm. Took me to places where they're mm-hmm. like, this is where you're going to be. This is what you're going to do. And But you know what? And parents, sometimes it you know, as teenage girls, you're like, oh my God, dad. Okay. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> okay, mom. But and you put, it seems like it's going to want to ear and out the other, but I can't tell you the number of times where I made choices based on what they yes. helped me paint exactly. a vision mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. and spoken to my life instead of what, you know, everybody else was doing. And it really made an impact. So I think that the speaking blessing mm-hmm. is yes. so yes. essential to your children because they remember even now yeah, they do. that they speak blessing mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. and I'm speaking blessing. Hosh Marine yes. gave me a great book. Um, blessing, but it's so important to bless your children. And that's what I had down Mm -hmm. Habakkuk to, to make the vision plain and they'll run with it. Mm -hmm. And so we have to make the vision plain for children. And that's why I'm here today because my parents painted a vision and I was like, okay, let's go. And I'm sure they were were brave enough to go ahead and do it regardless of how, whether or not they hurt your feelings, they were intentional enough Mm -hmm. to say, hey, if I don't do this, I'm going to hurt her. And I was reading um, Mark Twain um, and I was referencing one of his points and he was saying that when he was 14 years old, how he thought his dad was just ignorant and crazy (laughs) and it was like by the time he got 21, he was amazed at how much sense Mm -hmm. his dad had learned (laughs) in seven years. So I think that's how we are sometimes with our parents and kids. But I do think it's so important to remember that we cannot expect our children to be something that we are not. Right. That yeah. We have Most to be yeah. that, that Christian, that person speaking the blessing, mm-hmm. not reacting in anger. And none of us are perfect. I, I don't want it to sound like we've got it all we, figured yes, out. Right. But we know that children learn more by what we do mm-hmm. yes. than yes. anything we say. Mm-hmm. 
and, and they're listening. Yeah. They're listening and they're watching yes. everything that we say and everything Absolutely. that we do. Yeah. Um, stay with us. We'll be right back with a little bit more on the power and purpose of parenting here on The Christian View. We've had a great discussion today on the power and the purpose of a parent. And just remember, there is no perfect parent and there is no perfect child, but there is a perfect Father in heaven. And if we stay connected to Him, we can bring our children back so that they can fulfill their destiny in Jesus Christ. Remember that God loves you and so do we. We'll see you next time here on The Christian View. Bye-bye.